Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Chuck. And I am Lee. And tonight we are having a special episode. Ooh. Ooh. We are doing the newest Christmas special by The Chosen titled The Messengers. Ah, yes. <clears throat> Why do you think it's titled that, Chuck? You know, I... I I got it from a different, a couple different perspectives. One, you mm-hmm. have the two messengers that went to Joseph and Mary. Right. Two, you have the whole story of the two women in it, um, and she is actually bringing a message to somebody else. Um, so you, you could look at it from multiple perspectives. I personally think that the the premise is all built on the two messengers that sent Mary and Joseph to right yeah but before we get into it what were your uh, your overall thoughts on the episode so I hate to say that it was tainted but it was um, so the first night that it aired I, I watched the whole like premiere of it so you know Dallas does his thing talks for a bit and then they start everything a bunch of you know really great music videos you know um, from all these different artists. Uh, Brandon Lake, the song he did was very, very soft in the beginning, and it kind of built up, and then it got to this really cool him just, like, yelling in the middle of this tower. And now I was like, oh, this is so cool. Um, but um, then it got to the actual um, episode here, you know, the half-hour episode they did, and it was so late, and it was already such a busy day as it was, because that was... Um, I think that was the day that we we brought our service back inside from the tent. Yep. And it was just a nightmare running around from like 6 a.m. trying to get the video stuff set up. And it, so I'm like, yeah, let me just stay up till midnight and watch let this me, thing. Like I was guess. just, I was toast. Let me guess, you fell asleep. Absolutely, fell oh, asleep. God. <laughs> like I, I fell asleep, but I, I kept waking up like in the middle of it. So I rewatched it, and I'm like, yeah, I remember all of this, but I don't remember all of this right (laughs) so it's like yeah all of this stuff makes sense um it was just the dialogue um like specific dialogue that i didn't pick up on so um initially so re-watching it again i'm like yeah this is what i remember i i really wish um that i didn't watch it the second time just like what did i miss you know i i wish i just i was able to stay awake the first time not that it was boring in any way it's just i was literally just physically exhausted so um unfortunately it was just not a good time for me to watch it but we watched it again today the girls and i watched it and you know we enjoyed it um I, I will say you and I talked about one thing initially about it, which we'll touch upon later anyway. But um, I, I disagree with what we both kind of came to the conclusion, just just because of continuity. But I understand the shepherd is very different than the messengers. It's it that was a, a you know about like the, a pi- the, that was a pilot. Hmm? You talk about the ending of the of the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the ending of the episode, the thing. Uh, We'll get into it when we get there, but I mean, overall, I thought it was great. It was nice to have that. I I liked seeing the relationship between Joseph and Mary um, on a level that we don't normally ever see depicted. It's always just like this, I've got a baby. Look at me with my baby. Oh, yeah, it was tough. Oh, it was tough, but I've got a baby. Like, here was this, like... The two of them, like, Mary was just, like, the entire time, like, don't worry about me, don't worry about me. But she clearly should be worried about, right. you know. And it was it was great to see him doing what I, I tell my kids all the time. It's like, I say, it's my job to protect you. You know, every time they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, I look at them in the eye and say, listen, I know you're upset at what I'm telling you to do right now, but it's literally my job to protect you. That right. is That is, like, my one of my biggest... You know, responsibilities as your father is to protect you, and that's how he, how Joseph was throughout this episode. And it was like, oh, you know, it hit me because I get that. I hit know that feeling. Feels. Hit me in the feels. Hit you in the feels. <clears throat> no, I, uh, I, I, I totally agree. Um, uh, aside from the shepherd part, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought they did a fantastic job. They basically were telling one story in this from 
two different time frames, which I thought they did a really cool job at that. They actually did a really good job at tying in some of the characters that we know from the actual series of The Chosen um, mm. and tying it because when they made The Shepherd, uh, when Dallas Jenkins made The Shepherd, it wasn't meant to be for this Not whole all. show. It was meant to just be like the Christmas special for his church. Like, yep. like most churches, let's start three weeks before and do a children's choir where half the kids can't sing, half the kids don't sing, everyone cheers, yay. This guy puts on a multi-thousand-dollar production for his church and then grows into this, like, worldwide TV series. Um, yeah. But, do, hey. do, you, do you remember, was it last year? I, I No. It was either last year or the year before. It's one of the funniest things, and I look and I go, yep, that's my kid. Were you there when my daughter basically grabbed the microphone? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I have to share it because it still blows my mind. So my daughter had a microphone in front of her, and but so did every other child. There were three mics on the stage. Right. And my daughter just assumed, because this microphone was there, to pick up all of their voices, that that was her microphone. So as soon as Away in a Manger starts up, she immediately goes like right on the microphone Sorry for freaking you guys out with my closeness here. Right on the microphone, all you hear is away. <laughs> like, so what you're saying is like like father, like daughter. I lost you there, Chuckles. What happened? So what, so what you're saying is like like father, like daughter. Oh, dude, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was so funny because she did the entire song where she just kept on getting to the mic, and then the the funniest part was her her best friend, like reaches over to like sing on the mic with her and my daughter go- shakes her head and goes no and points to another mic like that one's yours <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. like, she just goes shakes her head and points and then keeps singing in the mic and i'm like that's my kid <laughs> my, my little five-year-old kid <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh anyway yeah so y- you said yeah <laughs> no, no that wasn't last year it was two years I think, ago well, it was two years ago so she was four Wow, that's funny. Yeah, last year we did the um, the reenactment was yes. the thing we did because it was all video <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. So funny. <sighs> so, we have this, uh, this weird uh, condition where we start an episode like the last couple weeks, whether it's you and me or you, me and Will, and oh, it yeah. takes us... 20 minutes just to get into the first five minutes of well, the I mean, so, so here, here's, let's, let's just ask the question for those who are listening. Would you rather us just get to the point, or do you actually want to hear us just like, hey, I haven't talked to you all day, let's just talk, because we're people. I mean, whatever. You know, I, I remember, you know I'll never forget our, our neighbor, um, our neighbor Mike, um, he was on one of our episodes. He was, he was on our episode for the finale, I believe, of um, The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, the one with Luke. Yeah. 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 And and we listened to it with him, like it was like him, his stepbrother, and his father, and we're in the car, and we're driving through, and he was just ripping on me because he's like, "You're talking about the Mandalorian, and you keep bringing up the MCU," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, I mean, the Mandalorian episode is like the primary focus, but we talk about everything, right. you know. This is not just like, hey, here's all we talk about, you know. We just say here's the primary focus, but yet we're still going to go off on tangents constantly. constantly. And if you don't know that by now, then, I mean... Why are th- you listening uh, to us? <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for a couple years now, and if you don't realize we go off on major tangents all the time, I mean, if if you're still listening to us, then obviously you don't care, but I'm going to ask right now, those listening to us, feel free to comment, email, find us on Facebook, whatever, and say that. Like, do you want us to keep doing this, or do you want just the facts, ma'am? What do you want? I I will say this, though. Our tangents, more often than not, are in line with what we're talking about. So we're not just randomly going off on, you know, we're talking about Star Wars. When we go, we're talking about Star Wars, we go into the MCU, it's something that the MCU that does that is lining up with what's going on in Star Wars. We're not talking about Star Wars and then going off into like The Little Mermaid or something like that. Well, Well, unless it's relevant. Unless it's relevant, right. I mean, we go on We we go on relevant tangents. We just don't go on ridiculous tangents, you Mm -hmm. know? And to most people, it's not torture. (laughs) 
<laughs> to some, it is torture. Yeah. So we, we will leave, so, we'll leave. To some, it's worse than torture. It's worse than tor- torture. No, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that was funny. Um, no, but I'm actually excited to um, discuss The Chosen again. I did get an update today that they are almost done. Uh, 96% funded for, with, for season three. Yeah. For episode eight. Episode eight's almost done. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that season three will be sometime 2022, mid 2022. I'm guessing probably what April. I would guess April ish. Oh no no no! That's just the funding. They haven't record. They haven't shot anything yet. So we're probably not going to see it until. They've been, they've been working. On, no, they've been working on episode eight. Is almost done. So they're 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 funding an episode, filming and recording it, funding another episode, filming and recording it, and then they're editing it on their go. So they're almost oh, done with should. episode eight. Oh, I didn't I didn't yeah. realize that was the case. Well, good. So very good. I mean, and considering I'm guessing, cons- and I'm considering that the what first did, season was really far away from the second season. You know, you you jumped in pretty late. It was like it was right, out for like two years before they. That even, was also COVID times too. Right. This is now we're not dealing with that anymore, and I'm guessing that putting because this this episode I'm guessing putting this episode like, was put like into the movie theaters, so all the proceeds that came from that will probably help with the build up of this as well too of season three, which I'm Absolutely. excited for season three. Yeah, like I mean, ooh, where are they going to go with it? Three. Where are they going to go? I mean, we got we got Edicus out there. We've got you know, um, Quintus. We got, <laughs> just, we got, um, Judas. We just don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so uh, up in the air. And I hate did that. Did you see that he was one of the guys who did the monologue in the specials? Yeah. yeah right was at like, the very end. I was talking to my wife. I was like, that's Judas. Mm-hmm. Not sure which one, but it's yeah. Judas. <laughs> well, I, w- I remember making a comment that first night because I like woke up when it switched and I was like, oh, it's the end. Oh, and he's talking that that guy clearly did a lot of stage acting because the way he was talking was very very I want to say I guess I want to say vibrant no it was just he was very like ah emphatic like right. the way he spoke and I'm like that is such a stage actor I, I think the, <laughs> I think the funny part is is the four people they got to do the little monologues during the special were four people that don't have a lot of roles or lines in the actual series yet like they yeah, use Lily yeah, you've got Lily yep, they have, well not Lily that's Mary they had no, Mary. Was, they had no, the, Mary. The, the first girl was Lily, wasn't it? Peter's wife. Oh, that's Eden. Eden. Sorry, not yeah, Lily. Yeah, Eden. No, yeah, Eden, Eden. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Judas. Um, Judas. I don't remember the third one. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Yes. All yeah. of which don't have lots of lines yet. Or right. I mean, does does Thaddeus have like? Anything. <laughs> yeah. Think. Yeah. He, he and Jesus were um, working together and when he was building a toilet. Wasn't that back in season one? <laughs> that was like immediate. Yeah. And, right. and then there's, then there's the other one later on where he and um, in season two where um, Matthew was writing everything down by the tree and Peter's like, fine, you go write that down. Like, oh, that's right. And he and that was like right. He actually had a really great conversation with Matthew. That's right. Um, basic. So but there that, were I mean, there. Yeah, very, that was like the very, best thing he had. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing. He had, but still, very small lines for all three, all four. But of if them. you notice in this episode, they make reference to Thaddeus and Nathaniel being killed. Yes. And I'm like, oh, uh, Big James. Big James. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Big, Big James. James. Okay, and Thaddeus. And Thaddeus. Okay. <laughs> But let's let's uh, let's start the episode, shall we? Oh yeah, you know it's only you know half an hour in. <laughs> Why not? Only, Why only, not? We're only fifteen minutes in, so let's go for it. Um, I told my wife this is gonna be a short one tonight, but I don't know. <laughs> well, to be to, to get the story going, this is just basically two stories, two timelines. Um, to put it up front, it starts in forty eight A D, and then it jumps mm-hmm. to. 4 BC jumps backwards to 4 BC. Um, so we're going to be going back and forth from the two timelines. Um, and then at the end, we'll see how it actually connects. Um, cause I will say typically if you've watched any of the series yet, they usually start old Testament and they show a little clip, something in the old Testament, and then they tie in what happened 3000 years ago to what's going on with the disciples now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in this case, we start in 48 AD, and we have an unknown, what I believe is to be an unknown man. We have no clue who this guy is. He's just a random traveler, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to a a city that is guarded by Roman soldiers. Um, and you see him prepping to enter the city. He stops his cart, you know, a little ways outside of the city. He goes through his cart. He puts his puts his hood on, um, kind of puts his his cart together, kind of gets things in place. Um, my first thought is, he's he, you can see him moving around hay, that he's carrying goods, and by goods I mean like actual items, you know, whether it's like treasure of some sort but you think that he's hiding something to get in um and he's going to pretend that he is doing something other than what he's doing to get into the city that was my very first thought um which moments later you know we find out is exactly what's going on after this point it flashes back to 4 bc with joseph and mary traveling on the road to bethlehem um I thought this was a brilliant, just this whole dialogue back and forth. Just the, it was such an easy shot. Um, just having two people with a donkey talking, having a conversation, and then just having the random fill-in actors just walking like double speed back and forth as if they're the slowest ones on the road. Um, <clears throat> but they have talk. They're talking about how he wants to see his friend Samuel. Um, they go into their lack of water at the time because they've been traveling for so long that they're out of water. Um, Which we know is leading up to what we saw in The Shepherd where all they wanted was to find the well and then The Shepherd gives them some some of their water. Right. Um, To your point, it would have been cool to see something like that even just spliced into the episode. Because the cool thing is is they did use the same people for Mary and Joseph in this that they did for Mary and Joseph in The Shepherd. And they Mm could have spliced in a... a, a flashback to the shepherd giving them some water. That would have been, you know, decent. Um, mm-hmm. They get into a little debate on how Mary wants to walk because she's sick and tired of sitting on this donkey. And, you know, to your point earlier about protecting, this is where Joseph's like, um, you shouldn't be walking. Um, and after a few moments of back and forth, she wins and he allows her to walk. Um, and then they go into how everything came about, how they heard the messengers tell them what's going on. Um, Mary's going into this, would you call it like a self-pity? Like you should have, you should have, you could have divorced me. You could have left me. You didn't have to do this. You wouldn't be hiding or running and hiding with me. Had this been going, had you done this, you could have been betrothed to somebody else. There was, she's going on this, like feel bad for me rant almost. Mm. And Joseph kind of calms her down. Um, is that what you got out of it? Cause that's what I got out of it. I don't know. Like, not, <clears throat> not really. But then again, my kids wouldn't stop like jumping on my head at the time. But I mean, what I got out of it was she was really just like getting to a point of focusing on her, um, counting her blessings, you know, and saying like, why did you do this? You shouldn't have done this, but like you did these things. And it's just, it's overwhelming to her at that time. Like she's going through, you know, pregnancy brain, you know, on top of everything else. And she's just kind of like rolling with it and saying, why are you here? Like, leave me alone. Like, you know, you shouldn't have, like, I don't understand why you're still here. You could have done anything else, but yet you're here with me. This is dumb. Don't waste your time on me. Like, she's, maybe it's a pity thing. Maybe she's fishing for compliments, but I don't think she is. Well, she you ends know? up saying, I, sh- I should, I, she's like, she ends up saying, I never said thank you. And I want to say thank you for, right. for just, because, I mean, put yourself in his shoes. You find out that you're engaged to this woman. Um, Whoa. Well, who, I didn't know I was engaged. <laughs> who, who's who's pregnant that you've never been with, and mm-hmm. both you and her hear from an angel at different times that oh this is God, like it, it would still be a hard thing to, to to just like to wrap your head around, if, especially if you're Joseph. Like I I think two of the biggest things that come to my mind when I think about like you know things that would be hard to deal with in scripture is Abraham sacrificing Isaac 
Yep. And Joseph just accepting Mary. Like those yep. are things where it's like, th- those are two of the the first ones that pop. I mean, there's tons of other things. I'm just like, that's unbelievable. I don't believe it. You know, but like these are the two things where I'm just like, that must have been. That Hard. is a major. That is a major act of faith. You know, being faced with that situation and still trusting God in the midst of it. It's like, and that, I, that blows ask, me away. I have to ask myself, would I be the same way? Mm. I would love to say yes, but I don't think I would. <laughs> or if I yeah. did, it would be a big struggle. Um, yeah. A very big struggle. I mean, we, 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 don't, <laughs> we don't obey with little things. Right. You know, how are we going to obey with something huge like that? Like if they took your, if God said, go ahead and sacrifice your son, you have nope. a son. No. Nope. Like you'd be, mm-hmm. you'd be like, um, hmm, no, that can't be what you said. There's no way that my God would ask me to do that. So, you know, and that's, that's how a lot, listen, <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of people live. Right. Is there's no way that my God would ask that. I must be hearing, that must be the enemy. <laughs> no, it's crazy. And we have a hard, like I'm even right now in my own season of learning how to trust and, you know, find peace in what God's doing in my life and <clears throat> small things. Well, they feel like big things to me, you know, job oh, yeah. situation, finances, you know, all the normal stuff that we all go through. And I'm struggling through that. Now, if God was like, hey, I'm going to toss in, I want you to, you know, sacrifice your son I'd be like are you kidding me I would probably have a few more choice words in asking that question too <laughs> yeah probably bleeped out along the way yeah <clears throat> you sound like you sound like R2D2 beep beep yeah <laughs> that was uh, he, man that was the most uh, vulgar uh, character in, in like any movie like I know that they say like Wolf of Wall Street yeah um, but he was ble- but, every single every single word he had was bleeped out yeah I know <clears throat> jeez crazy and you had his friend just trying to, like, mm-hmm. soften it down there for him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, well, back to the episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> we are back at the man at the Roman city. Um, they're checking in his cargo. He tells him that he has grain and fruit. Um, he has a box. In the finest figs. <laughs> right, in the finest figs. And there's a box inside of it, and the Roman guard asks him, What's in it? He says the finest figs, and he opens it up, and there's these different trinkets, like these fine items. Um, and what we missed before, I have to tell you this before, is when he was <laughs> getting ready for the, to go in the city, he had a pamphlet of papers that got knocked behind his seat. Um, yeah. And after he was... After the soldier was going through all of this stuff, he asked the man for his papers and he couldn't find them. Well, then you see this hand from underneath <laughs> the back of the cart push these papers through. So now you're realizing that he's smuggling somebody. smuggling people into the city. Um, <clears throat> so the, he che- the soldier checks the papers in and he lets him in. What are you doing? I am blowing bubbles. <laughs> the, the things Lee does during a podcast. <laughs> I just want to see how long you'd go before you're like, what are you doing? But yeah. I was trying to ignore it, but I just couldn't after a while. Um, so we're I thought for a second they were your bubbles. No, they were from another wedding. I didn't have bubbles at my wedding. No, you didn't. I didn't invite her. No, she was not invited. <laughs> this is from another wedding. Oh, God. Mine it's, was the, ce- it's cedar, so you get to smell it. Mine's the key. Yes, yours is the key. The I've key. got two of them. I'm not going to pull it out. It's over there. I have to walk away. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're, we're back in Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph are now looking for a place to stay. And Joseph really is still talking about wanting to see his friend Samuel. Um, and it's so funny because you see him pull what every guy pulls. I know where he lives. And then he gets there and he's like, 
I have no clue where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot less people here before. <laughs> He's totally turned around, totally lost, has no Wait clue where... Wait a second. <clears throat> you say every guy? No, mm-hmm. I've got a pretty good sense of direction. So do I, but it's a common... It's so, a common trait that they make fun of guys for. No, he not asking for directions is a common trait. And why would they have to ask for directions, Lee? If, I mean, because they, they actually get, got lost. Because they get lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> and because they get lost, they, that's why the wives make fun of their of the husbands for getting lost. Because they get lost and then don't ask for directions because they think they have this sense of direction. Like I'm going south, when in all reality you're going like north. <clears throat> I think I think the worst thing is when we're in the car and our wives gasp. When when you're driving normal and you're like what I've I'm I've got this like I'm fine, and uh, you know they gasp and it almost makes you get into an accident. It's like I would have been fine if you didn't make that noise. Oh, by the so, way, it actually was here. It's right here. Oh God! So I was actually driving <laughs> with somebody, um, and I had the car in cruise control, and this was. I must ask you a question. I must ask. The trolley one's gone. I was driving. I had my cruise control on, and my cruise control. Continue. I I can't until you get rid of the unibrow. Like that's awful. That. (laughs) 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 This is ridiculous. So I was driving yes. with cruise control on, and mm. the person in the car... I didn't really care for that movie. I thought the first speed was much better. Oh, I know. Um, I started dri- I was driving at like 75 you miles an hour. You shouldn't be watching movies con- while you drive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get through my story, all right? <laughs> so I was doing like 75, 80 on the highway. I had cruise control on, and they reach over, and they push something. I didn't take notice of it at first. All of a sudden... My car is slowing down. It's like 60, 55. I'm on the highway, and I start freaking out going, why am I slowing down? They're like, oh, I turned the cruise control off. I was like, why? What? Why would you turn the cruise control off to somebody who is driving their car? Um, so they gasp. People turn cruise control off. My worst thing is, is when they turn the, like they turn the air off or they turn the, when they play with knobs on your dash, when you're driving, it's like, no, 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 I'm driving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we learn, we learn this from rush hour. You you never touch a black man's radio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael Jackson. You Toto. (laughs) (laughs) I love those three movies. Um, so the chosen. <laughs> so Joseph is like desperate to get Mary some water, um, and to get her into an inn for a place to sleep, uh, so she can have the baby. Mm. Um, we are now back at the Roman city. The guy knocks on a door, and as he knocks on the door, he with his foot draws this curved line. Um, and at first, I was like, "This is interesting." Like. I thought at first he was like trying to brush it off to see if there was a floor mat that said something, but no. Oh, I knew exactly what it was immediately. I, I, I once is, he is finished, does any of you think that he's not Peter Pan? You know, cross this line. That's what I thought. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there you are, Peter. Uh, <laughs> um, another man comes out to the door and greets him, and asks if he is lost, and he replies. No, no longer, for I have found the way. So obviously ah. there's this secret passcode secret pass to get in. <laughs> the other man who's, who's um, at the house draws another curved line, actually creating the Jesus fish, the Christian fish, um, mm. which is also the same fish that you see on the beginning of the Chosen credits. Um, mm-hmm. And come to find out, it's Lazarus. Um, He's still alive. It's cool. We t- so we're talking Lazarus, like you know, brought back from the dead, Lazarus, because that's pretty cool. Lazarus, brother to Mary and um, yeah, 
Mary and Martha. Yeah. Ah, uh, yep. yep. Yeah, it's because it's, it's Jesus, one of Jesus's best friends, and mm-hmm. it's weird because after Jesus ascends, you really don't hear much about Lazarus the rest of the Bible. Um, mm. So it was kind of cool they brought him back into the story the way they did. Like it's like it's such a small part that it could almost make sense. Like, well, yeah. what was even cooler about it was who the other guy was. It was Tychicus. The the unknown guy? Yeah, I don't know who he's, that is. Tychicus. They they um in in Paul's epistles they refer to him a few times as oh, you really? know he's a he, yeah, he's another you know, there's like Timothy, there's um like all these other uh Titus, like all these other guys. Tychicus is brought up a few times. And it's uh, I was like, Oh that's cool. I never knew that. I'll look that up. Yeah, um, I thought it was actually really amazing. I'm just like, oh, like you never really hear anything about this dude. So I, I was happy that he was kind of brought back in, you know, just as a, as this part. Right. Um, they both kind of get the cart and Lazarus is like, come in quickly. So a lot of, it feels like we're talking about uh, Cobra Kai here because it's a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And this right. is literally back and forth, back and forth. Um, Joseph is arguing with the innkeeper, trying to find a place to stay. Um, <laughs> Mary, Mary sees him, and she knows exactly what's going on. Um, she begins to pray. Um, oh God, you are my God. I earnestly I seek you. Um, and then it cuts to an older woman praying the same prayer. Um, uh-huh. And it goes back to Mary, and she's having birthing pains. Um, you can kind of see. Well, her. we know we know who the older woman is. It's clearly the Mary, you know, Mother Mary that we've seen. We don't know that yet, though. Uh, we've seen her before, right? But plenty she's of times. Much, much older. Um, and they and they they let you see her, but you don't, and you know that's her, but you don't know <coughs> where she fits into the story yet. Well, yeah, because it's not happening at the same time. It's it's right. very. Uh, memento. Joseph Joseph comes in. Yeah, very memento. <laughs> well, because there's no explanation, it just kind of happens, and you're like, oh, okay, there's two things happening here. Got it. Uh, until until they wrap it all in. Um, Joseph comes back with the bad news. Tells her uh, the innkeeper would not was out of rooms, and I loved how they do it because he's like he apparently he obviously had rooms. We just don't have the money to you know basically bribe him to get him some room. So and what he, was funny about that too is if you heard what he was yelling at the guy, he goes, "This is bull droppings." <laughs> and I, I heard that and I'm like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> and then because he comes back and he tells her, he goes, "I kept my cool, just like we talked about." But he's over there yelling, "This is bull droppings." <laughs> and, he, and he tells Mary, he tells Mary that the that the innkeeper offered him a place to stay in the stable, um, if they want to, and he's adamant about it. But she's like, "We can't keep looking." We'll just take it. We'll make yeah, it he's, work. He's adamant that they find something better because, again, he, he wants the best that he can possibly provide. Yeah. Right. So Lazarus comes into the room of the older woman, which now we see this older woman that was praying the same prayer as Mary with Joseph is the same Mary just 48 years later. Um, Mary, there's just something about Mary. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that was an awful, <laughs> awful movie. That movie was hilarious. It was hilarious. Just, just, just for the scene of, of um, the binocular scene. No, 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 no. That's I. I didn't even know that existed. That no, was the disturbing. Scene, the scene with um, oh my, Harlan Williams in the car. Step into my office, cause you're fired. <laughs> Seven. Seven's the key number here. Seven little chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea. <laughs> like everything he said, it was like they just let him just say whatever he wanted, huh? Yep. And <laughs> anyway, the, the rest of that movie was completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. <laughs> 
So Lazarus asks Mary, mother, we're going to call her Mother Mary moving forward. Um, Mother Mary. Just so you can distinguish because he asks if the other woman can come and see her. And she's like, she's here. And the other woman comes in and right away we know it's Mary Magdalene. Um, Mm -hmm. I love this. this. This whole, from this point on, the conversation, what happens it's it's perfect. They talk about they catch up first of all. They talk about where all the disciples are. Um, they discuss the church, the growth of the church, the death of Big James, and I think it was Thaddeus. How everybody wants all of them dead. Um, she says to pray for Nathaniel while he's in Greece. Um, Mother Mary asks where Luke is. Mary says that she is in that he is in Rome with Paul. Um, so. Paul is now in the picture with all of this as well, too, which is interesting. I wonder if at some point in time, Paul will be brought into the series because I know the series is still, you know, very early on into Jesus's ministry. But Paul's a pretty big part of the New Testament, seeing that he wrote two thirds of it. (laughs) No. Sorry, eight twelfths. Yeah. Yeah, eight twelve. Pretty awesome. I, I love that they're that they're finally talking about you know post Jesus stuff in the show. I mean, aside from just having the interview, but they're talking about Paul. Paul right. is a huge part of of scripture, and it's just, it's nice to kind of get a little taste of what we might be seeing later on. Right, and having Mary know who, like Mother Mary, know who Paul is. Like you don't get any of that real connection, like, connection in the in the yeah. scriptures. Uh, but right. this was really cool. Um, Mary and Joseph, they're in the stable. They discuss how they will clean up the stable, how they're going to prepare for the baby the baby coming. They discuss her bed, his bed. You know, come to find out the manger is a f- food trough for... Well, that's, yeah, that's what a manger yeah. is. In all the other pictures, it, it, like when you see pictures and nativity scenes, it literally, excuse me, just looks like... Uh, couple sticks holding up some hay and this Mm -hmm. there's no hay whatsoever it's just this rock bowl basically that she places jesus at the end um i will say in this part you see mary and joseph working really well together he's scraping up bull droppings cow Mm -hmm. poo Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. hay he makes her bed with the blankets that she has he she makes jesus's bed um they very they work very very well together Mary begins to pray. Mm. Joseph asks what she is praying and if it was a song of David. She's like, nope, it was just something that she got for herself. Mm-hmm. Her, old, her own psalm. Her own song, right. Which S- psalm. Is it, is it, is it in yeah. scripture? I don't recall. I don't think so either. Um, then this begins to happen. Joseph is like, Mary, do you see this? And he looks out and he sees in the field all these lights and it's a throwback to the, the shepherd shepherd and the shepherd's actually seeing it <clears throat> um this re- Mary at this point asks for help Joseph says that he will be able, uh, he will be able to handle it and she's like no 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 you know can you can you ask the the wife of the innkeeper um, I can hold off until she comes here to help out and Joseph's like no I got this um, he reminds her of what the messenger says what the messengers said to both of them because she's scared and she's like I'm so scared and he's like the, what did the messengers say and she's thing, like the very first thing yeah. do not be afraid um and he starts praying for her and he's like, it is time. Um, at this point I was expecting them to actually go into the birth, but it kicks back over to mother Mary and Mary oh. Magdalene having a conversation. What's up? Um, let me just explain to you. Um, hold on. Um, uh, nope, it's not that one, but, um, Magnificat also called the canticle of Mary or ode to Th- uh, Theodicus in Christianity, the hymn of praise by Mary, the mother of Jesus, in Luke 1, 46 through 55. So it's in there. Um, yeah, I, I guess I never picked that up or just skimmed over it. Luke 1, 46 through 45. Let's have a... Let's have a gander. Let's have a gander. And uh, 
Luke 1, 46. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it says right here, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. Mm-hmm. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful for he made this promise to our ancestors to Abraham and his children forever yeah, you got the new living translation there don't you I do <laughs> I is that what do. you were reading that's exactly what I was reading <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, my fa- it's my favorite uh, it's my favorite one yeah, I think, um, are, are you, oh, you get it in the, in the phone. Yeah, it comes in. You and I actually have the same exact uh, hard copy Bible, too. Oh, <laughs> well, that one, one of them. The brown one? Yeah, like I've, got, I've got a few. I've yeah, got I have two a of couple those. Of, yeah, I've got a few different NLTs. And I gave one to Faith. I have a couple of NLTs as well, too. My favorite, it's just my favorite um, version. Yeah, it's, um, not quite, it's not quite the message. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, it, but, but it's definitely more modern. Right. Uh, able to be understood. Not the, uh, the thus and thou's and thine. Um, at this point, Mother Mary is telling Mary Magdalene the story of the day Jesus was born and how it all happened. So what this all is, is we are getting, this is a, we are actually in 48 AD and this whole thing is Mary telling Mary Magdalene the story of Jesus's birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically tells Mary Magdalene that she wants this story written down because she had already given her, she already given Luke her story of what happened, the accounts of the birth of Jesus, but she had left this part out and she wants to get it in. So it's interesting that, you know, We read it and we think that, oh, like we just write it there. We think that, oh, it was just all kind of done at once. No, apparently, in this case, they made it seem like this was like last minute. Um, and Mary gets it over to him. The cool thing here is for me, this was a kickback to season two because throughout the entirety of season two, what is Mary Magdalene learning? She's learning how to uh, write. She's well, learning. She's already, she already knew how to write. She was learning scripture. So she learning was teaching. She was teaching how to write. Right. And read. Yeah, she was. But she yes, was right. She was still learning a lot of this stuff, and now she's still. She's even doing it more at an older age. I thought this was really cool because back then, you know, as we discussed in past episodes, women weren't really allowed to be doing. They weren't allowed uh, to write and read, yeah. and like, they didn't know it. Well, it's it's not that they weren't so much allowed. It was more like that was just not their. It's not what they did. You know, they had other things to do, so they would focus on those things. Right, well, they, they, they didn't go to school like no. the men did. So, no. Which is really funny because if you, if, you if you look at the way, I mean, you look at our, our modern day, our modern age, um, the whole thing that we have right now is equality across the board. We want every single person, whether it's, you know, race, gender, creed, whatever, it's all about equality. So we've removed this whole this whole sense of, you know, that we have God-given uh, purposes and giftings, and it's it's all about everybody should be able to get all the exact same stuff. Well, now it's not, if it's you, not if, about if, equality; it's about equity, and equity mm-hmm. is regardless of what you do, we should all have the same outcome. Right. Which mm-hmm. is yeah, that's mm. because we are in a sense all equal. We're all human yep. beings. We're all part of the same race. You right. know, we all, especially here in America, we all have the same opportunity. But what, what, like, what the government's trying to do today is okay, so I work really, 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 really hard. You do nothing. We should Thanks. both still get the same thing. <laughs> we should both still get the same end result. Uh huh. You, you know what I mean? That's their yeah. mentality. <clears throat> That's. Unfortunately, that's this. Um, uh, what's this new generation called now? Gen yeah. Z. 
something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. We can we can poop on generational stuff, but it really just comes down to the world itself is just whatever. I, I'm pretty sure that our grandparents said the same thing about other generations and whatnot, and their parents. But it's just like we're slowly seeing this decline and this right. this lack of understanding. Hey, you've been given a gift. You've been given a road, and that road's name is Rock and Roll. Sorry, I had to go right into that song. It just it totally fit right in. Um, thank you, Paul Stanley. Um, <laughs> but no, God gave rock and roll to you too. Um, it's true. So no, the point is we've we, we're all we all have a purpose, you know. But the thing is, a lot of us want more. We want we want to be more well rounded. We want to have this. We want to have that. Um, but you know, we we get lost, and we for for me, I think this is a big thing for me. Is I I feel like I I know a little about a lot of things. But there's not so many things that I really like pour no. my heart into, you know, and, right. and I say, I am an expert in this. That's, you know, for why example, feel, that's why our relationship lacks. You know that, right? Our relationship lacks? Yeah, because you know, you don't put your whole heart into it. Oh, really, Chuck? Okay, that's <laughs> Okay. I feel left out. I feel lonely. So I'm Ronry. done. You can go. <laughs> so Ronry. Okay. Um, Matt Damon. Can you uh, let's let's move on. First of all, did you see what Matt Damon said on SNL? No. <laughs> I guess this must have just happened. It just kind of popped up. But I guess when he was on SNL, he must have just hosted like this past Saturday. And he goes, "Nothing beats Christmas in New Christmas in New York City." Except for Christmas in Boston. Go Sox. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Matt Damon. So, so back, back to The Chosen. <laughs> As Mother Mary is actually sharing that prayer that we just read um, to Mary Magdalene, it goes into a little montage of the birth of Jesus. Um, mm. And it goes back and forth from her saying it to Mary, and you see Joseph and Mary kind of going through everything. Um yeah. And then Joseph, uh, Joseph, <laughs> Jesus is born. <laughs> yes, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph was born. <laughs> um, now, so Joseph asks some, the, before you go, Joseph asks some, says and asks some of the most ridiculous things here. Um, he, he makes her laugh and she's like, don't make me laugh because it hurts. And then he's like, are you still in pain? She's like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I just gave birth to a child. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe he was thinking that because the king is born, then the, the birth pain that, you know, that humans got because of the first sin was now no longer an issue. Maybe. And, and I, I love that she still had the birth pain, even giving birth to Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like don't we we know somebody who, who goes to our church and I remember she said that she prayed through it sang sang she through oh it. sang through it and then the, the baby just came out and she felt no pain I'm just like well good for you yep <laughs> that's awesome I um, had a kidney stone and it hurt the entire time <laughs> did you sing through it um, did you praise the, did you praise the Lord through it um. You were talking to him, but you weren't. Pre- you might not have been praising him. <laughs> oh, I, I was. Uh, Why? <laughs> Where are you? Worst pain I've ever been through. Uh. Um, and then the funny thing is, too, is Joseph is like so. Based on what your messenger told you about calling him Emmanuel, and what my messenger told me. Um, sh- do you think we should stick with the name Jesus? <laughs> and Mary's like, um, I, I think that's probably best. <laughs> that's probably, yeah. like, probably a good idea. Yeah, everything so far that they said comes to pass. Um, they told us to name him Jesus, but we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they also said Emmanuel, but whatever so right. here's what here's what i'm gonna say is um they had this conversation there was the the aurora borealis <laughs> that happened you know over there it happened and then they immediately then the shepherds immediately ran with the amount of time that just happened between this and that 
the shepherds would have been there by now. So it, it is a continuity issue if they're trying to work it in. No, no, no. Because it, the last shepherd, the, the in the shepherd, the first kid, the first the kid shepherd, showed up when Jesus was already born. Right. So he would have just been showing up right after Jesus was like, "Hey, I'm here." So they he was they also stre- he was they also stretched like, this out. They that that one part, but I mean they do. <clears throat> They do allude to, she even Mary says it because you know before we get to it you know Joseph places Jesus in the manger gives Mary props for how well she made the manger how well she placed two or three blankets inside of it and made this bed <laughs> Don't downplay it <laughs> well, That's all she did the, the way the way she put like you know a couple blankets down and just like here you go baby <laughs> It's all they had Come to, you know, the cool thing is is the swaddling clothes you know, Mother Mary tells Mary Magdalene that it's the same clothing that they use to actually, you know, wrap up baby wrap lambs. Up baby lambs. Uh, we call it baby lambs. That's redundant. It's just lambs. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't get it. Well, it's when I mean lambs are are like lambs when they're when they're not brand new babies. So I think they mean like newborn no. lambs, like immediately born baby okay. lamb. It's like, do you have a pin number? Oh, oh, an ATM machine? Or an ATM machine? Mm-hmm. Or the MCAST test? <laughs> <laughs> uh, people who say ATM machine, I'm just like, oh, like, they go, like, ooh, way down here in the I thought you were intelligent scale in my mind. I'm like, right. I'm sorry. That's like, <laughs> why it says ATM inside, not ATM machine inside. <laughs> you know, do you have a PIN number? Yes, I have a personal identification number number. Yes, I have an automated automated teller machine machine. Oh man! <laughs> but I have a baby lamb. I have a baby baby sheep. <laughs> baby baby sheep. Um, this part was really cool because it goes back to because now the 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 actual story of Mary and Joseph, the night of is over and it, it now finishes up with Mary, Mother Mary talking to Mary Magdalene, and how she needs to get this stuff over to Luke. Um, how she wants to honor the innkeeper um, and she tells Mary Magdalene to get this box on the window and she goes and grabs it and she opens it up. Yeah, she tells her. She she didn't ask her. I was like, that was just like, I was thinking about it this time so I'm like, I don't know what kind of relationship they have here but I was like, I would think that no matter who that is it's kind of rude to be like, Go get that box. Well, they Open it. (laughs) Right, well, they, they, she didn't say it that way. She did. She says, "Go get that box." Yeah, but she she says, there was it. no there was no attitude behind it, though. <laughs> I know, but so. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the dialogue. I'm like, "Oh, hey, why don't you go get that box?" Or could you please get me that box? I'm like, "Yeah, she's but being- <laughs> you get to realize though, she's Mother Mary, and Mary Magdalene is like, to her, she's she's referencing her." Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And they did travel together for quite some time with Jesus because Mother Mary. Jesus's mother Mary did travel with them for quite a while. I know, I know. So they probably do have a pretty. But if you were if you were over here and I just said to you, "Get me that box." Oh, my mom does to me all the time. My mom's like, "Chuck, go do this." I'm like, "Okay." Like you're my oh, mom. Well, oh, whatever. Okay. You know, if you did that, I'd be like, "Get it yourself." <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> um, you she... could trouble me for a warm glass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mary opens it up, and it's the same swaddling clothes that Jesus was wrapped in. And Mother Mary was like, I couldn't get rid of them. In fact, do you see that ripped one? Mm -hmm. Joseph and I actually ripped a piece of it off to help bandage up some wounds of a shepherd that came in. You know, direct correlation to the shepherd. Um, Which is why I I think, you know, outside of (laughs) the continuity aspect that you're talking about... um, I think they, because this right here is everything up to the shepherd. If you watch the shepherd with this, you could watch this and then the shepherd directly afterwards, and it, you could watch it as one episode. You could. You like, could. I two, just, yeah. I think overall, they did a pretty good job. I um, think I'm going to splice it and edit it myself. Another another Lee Rendition. The the, the, the the Dickerson cut. It's going to happen. The Dickerson cut. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see my family cut of Back to the Future. It's going to be hilarious when I when oh. I when I dub over all the uh, all the vulgarities in it. Oh, it's going to be like, holy sharks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Nobody calls me yellow chicken. Um, so Mary Magdalene asks if Mary had already told all this to Luke. And she's like, yes, basically everything I've told to Luke aside from what I had you write down. Um, she finalizes everything by praying for Mary Magdalene. Um, praise for safety, praise for peace. And basically, you know, bids her adieu farewell and it's crazy because we we don't please don't (laughs) please no (laughs) please no you you can you can say it softer i can still hear you singing the von trap family (laughs) 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 that is the longest most boring movie I will have to agree with you. I've watched it once in my life, and it wasn't even that long ago. It was probably like four, three or four years ago, and I'm just like, yep. She yep, did better was, as Peter Pan. I don't think that was her. Julie Andrews was Peter Pan. Are you sure about that? Look it up. She was the original Peter Pan. Oh, the original Peter Pan. So Back in like began. the 50s, 60s, <laughs> 60s or 70s. Yeah, she was, she was Peter Pan. Um... Yeah, I mean, she's a great actress. I just... (laughs) Sound of music is, you know... I don't care if you're 17 going on 18. It does not matter to me. Like... (laughs) I thought it was 16 going on 17. She was 16 going on 17. He was 17 going on 18. Oh, well, good for him. Right. Yeah, do you care? Not really. Neither do I. (laughs) Not in the least. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that movie when I was a kid. I haven't watched it since. Um, So, Mary... (laughs) Yet the song is ingrained in your mind to the point where you can actually argue about it. I'm like, okay, whatever. How how they make one of those songs a Christmas song every year baffles my mind. Oh, right. You know, I actually... It's funny. Years ago, when I first got the job at my current company, back when they were like two other companies ago... um, they asked, they, they were doing like a, like a secret Santa thing at the office. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And um, they, they asked, there was a list of things that you like. It's like, you know, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite movie? What's this and that? It's like, what's your favorite thing? And I said, brown paper packages tied up with string. So the person who got me was like the most thoughtful person who barely knew me. I was only there for like a month and a half. And she actually packaged up, um, so I, one of my favorite snacks was pistachios. She got a bag, a big bag of pistachios, and packaged it up in brown paper, and tied it up with string. string. And I'm like, "This is awesome!" Like, I, I said it as a joke, and sure enough, this this person's like, "Oh, okay." I thought I thought it was I thought it was whiskers on kittens. Y- y- there's that as well, I believe. I didn't, but I I mean, I've got a cat, so there was that. But anyway, <laughs> stretching, huh? I guess so. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we, we now see Mary um, Magdalene um, in Rome, and she we find out that she is actually bringing all this information to Luke. Yeah. Luke? Oh, he hasn't been brought into the season yet, has he? Not at all. Which is... Not at all. Which is interesting. Not really. Yeah. I guess well, I mean, we'll, there's, there's we'll a lot that, that hasn't happened yet. True, I mean, true, true. Still working their way through it. Um, Mary tells Luke that she had just had a meeting with Mother Mary in a secret location. Um, I thought this was kind of cool how they were, you know, tying in how they were, you know, hiding out, you know. <clears throat> there, there, it, was pretty, it was pretty rough times. Um, mm. But it's so secret. She's How so, secret was it? Oh. It was so secret that she's in a city that's guarded by Roman soldiers. How do they not know that she was there? Uh, underground. Yeah, well, um, Luke asks, Luke tells Mary Magdalene that he had already completed his writings uh, based on uh, Mary's account and says, did she have something to add? Mary pulls out the scroll that she had written down and roll credits. Smiles. Yeah, I, I, it's it's funny that they they have this signature 
um, way of ending episodes that I think is they do it every single time basically where it's like they say something and it just like shows somebody because if you know scripture you know what's about to happen next or you know how they're going to answer so they, they always ended on this let's just do a, a, a shot of somebody you know knowing Conf- in confidence, you know, like what oh, they're you mean about like to the do. the end of season two when Jesus is about to do the Sermon on the Mount and he doesn't actually do it. They just see, yeah. you just see him on top of the stage and then roll credits. <laughs> right. Well, just like the end of the shepherd where it's like, did you find the spotless lamb? And he just, he's like stops for a second and he smiles and that's and the end of it. Roll credits, it's, right. Yeah. That's, that's how they basically end this. Like we, this is the formula, you know, like they always, they always try to end on something like that. The only time they didn't, and it was beautiful amazing was Matthew 424 when Jesus was just super tired and they're like just he's so exhausted he's so exhausted even Dallas was exhausted and just like ah eh, let's just end it here without even no, music no music <laughs> no nothing let's just I and, thought and, that was beautifully done that yeah, whole that was, episode was fantastic that was a fantastic episode the big running shot and everything for like 10 minutes it was so cool so I kind of wanted to to share something mm. um the CEO of my company did a uh we have a we have a morning huddle um, every morning, and my headquarters is in Providence, Rhode Island. I have met my CEO, cool guy, um, but every morning he does a morning huddle. He records it, whether it's him or another you know team member that's down in the office, um, and they post it on Facebook. And he did his this morning, and he tells the story of a man named Brady. Yeah. And the story is this guy, this rich guy who has all these well-known paintings, you know, Van Gogh, um, Van Halen, Van, yeah, Van Halen, um, <laughs> Hunter Biden. No, <laughs> no, all these well-known, you know, just big elaborate paintings. And mm. his son did a painting and his son was a soldier in the military and his son had died but well before he died he had did what he had he had done one painting and mm-hmm. when the father had passed away they did an auction for all of these paintings and before they before they did all the auctions for all the well-known paintings the auctioneer came up and said oh, we're going to start with the son's painting will anybody take it and you start off with you know ten dollars twenty dollars and it wasn't you know a well done painting at all um i mean it was decent but it wasn't van gogh it wasn't who were other famous artists you could pop them in da vinci there. yeah um michelangelo michelangelo nobody would bid on the painting one of the servants of the house came in and said, and the, the, the auctioneer was about to close off the bid. And before he did that, this, one of the servants from, the, from the, the, man who, the father who passed away came in and said, I bid $10 on it. And the auctioneer mm-hmm. said, okay, $10 going once, $10 going twice, $10 going three times. Sold. Mm. Bam. Hits the gavel. The gavel. The man t- is able to take the the painting from the sun and then the auctioneer closes down the auction <laughs> what nobody knew was in the father's will it stated that whoever bids and wins on the painting from my son is allowed to have all the other paintings for free right and my ceo goes into this goes into it and saying what this represents, especially during this Christmas season, which is why it's his favorite season, mm. is <clears throat> Jesus, the son of the, the son, came down and he died for us. He was born so he could live his life, so he could preach the he could preach the good news of who he is, and then he died for us. And we have the option to accept the gift that he gave us, and when we do Everything else that the Father has is given for free to us. As long as mm-hmm. we choose to have, you know, as long as we pick the gift of the Son first. Um, 
And if you, if you didn't figure out, the CEO of my company is a sold out born again Christian, which I think is phenomenal. I, I love. Oh really? Work. Oh, they have they have a morning prayer every day nationwide in the company <laughs> at nine twenty in the morning. Um, when I first got hired on. He came into the um, conference room where I was sitting, and he started talking with me. He's like, just so you know, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I said, what's that? He goes, um, I, I, I'm the Jesus freak in the corner in this company. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I let everyone know. I don't care who you are or how you live your life, you know, based on, you know, what religion you have or something like that. But I want you to know that I am a sold-out Christian. And I was like, and he goes, I tell this to everybody who gets hired on. And I was like, that's cool. <clears throat> that's really cool. Um, kind of shared his testimony for a little bit. Um, I, got, I was able to share with him, you know, I am a Christian as well, too. You know, I love my church. I love God. You know, you know, I'm a man of God who's looking to. And it was just a good connection thing. But to be able to work for a guy who is sold out Christian of a of a of a um, successful business that's been around for 32 years. That's awesome. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But the story that he posted uh, of this of this man it was like it was so good he he tied it so so well into the story of christmas um that you know for anyone out there jesus actually gave us this free gift mm-hmm. and we can choose to accept that gift or not um and when we choose to accept that gift everything else that the father has for us we get for free um right and I, I think that is so good. Um, and it ties in with this whole, you know, the messenger, the, what, the, what the chosen did here, and just the story of Christ, you know, through and through. So just wanted to share that. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. That's awesome. Cool. So. Cool, cool. Well, well, we're glad we got this episode in. I mean, it's an episode. It's... Normally we do movies on Thursdays, but we figured, you know, with it being the Christmas season, we'll throw this in here and and share it with you guys. So take a, I mean, we hope we hope that people have watched the Chosen. Um, this is a, it was it was a great special. Um, obviously now with a bigger budget than they originally had for their first pilot, which was The Shepherd. Um, I definitely want to if I can get a chance to make my own version of it that links it all together and makes it all that fit in be, I think that would be pretty cool I, I would watch that and if you haven't seen The Chosen yet it's a free app um, mm-hmm. in Google Apple in the Google Play Store or in what's the app store is it the app store for iPhones the app store app store Google Play you can get it on um, I believe you can get it on um, uh, Amazon Fire stuff as well you can watch um, the episodes on, on YouTube but it's just the app is called The Chosen Yep. Um, and you can stream to any device if you have like a Chromecast or a Roku, anything like that. Or if so. you have a smart TV that allows it just automatically. <clears throat> yep. Yep. So yeah, you can link, with, just link right to the TV. With that being said, I say, you know what? We are actually ending way earlier than we normally do when we do an well, episode. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, normally we, we were doing like two episodes at a time too. So that Not would definitely. Not with the chosen we weren't. We were always doing Not with the chosen. One. Right, right, right. And it was still midnight. <laughs> this is true. We also started pretty late because you wouldn't get here, and then we wouldn't start till ten. And anyway, yeah. Well, so, with that awesome. being said, I am so glad this came out. It kind of was a nice little filler um, for you know, especially falling in on the on the Christmas season. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we you know as we discussed, we probably weren't even going to have anything out this week just because it was christmas but this was just a perfect fit um and i'm glad we were able to discuss the chosen again i can't wait for season three um i am stoked to see what happens then um and who else are going to meet in season three for the new characters i'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to it so yeah all right well merry christmas chuck merry christmas lee and merry christmas to all you guys out there listening to us all right peace have a great one guys (laughs) 